staff to keep the somebody in line. All right. Now let's let's uh, uh, we'll do it a little different because uh, I'm going to be reading uh, some scriptures from the Bible. Let's just uh, pray for His Word and. Uh, if you'd stand with me. Um, Father, we are so thankful for uh, your guidance, your mercy, your grace to us. We're thankful for your word, Lord, that it would be uh, in our hearts and, and guarded and uh, useful for us to know you better. We know that uh, you hold all things in your hand and that you've provided these things for us. Um, for this time, for this place. And we thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we've, uh, as, as uh, Americans, we've gone through um, a rough time. Oh, please be seated. I'm sorry. Um, again, somebody's got to keep me on track. <laughs> uh Because of God's word, we, we can take stock in, in uh, knowing that what takes place in the world today is, is not uh, end-all, be-all. And that uh, if we rely on, on our fellow man, that uh, we can allow that to become an idol. And, and we need to turn from that. Um, I'm going to read uh, John from chapter 10, uh, starting in verse 22. And uh, uh, this is the, the word of the Lord. At that time, the feast of dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the colonnade of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and asked to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly, Jesus answered them, I told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me, but you do not believe because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. So we can take stock in that, right? We um, we're the Lord's, and it doesn't matter what happens here. It just doesn't matter. We, we um, have God's word that we are, well, loved, right? Loved and protected and accounted for, and he is God, and no one can snatch us from his hand. We we're safe in that we can we can rest in that that uh, uh, all things will be just fine i without without god i don't i don't know how we make it through the day because um not having this word to to fall back on that we need to be in uh constantly it gives us the comfort and knowing that um Again, I say it just what happens outside these walls doesn't matter because God loves us and he will uh, he will take care of us 
no matter how that looks, whether we are afflicted with cancer or with a heart attack, He will take care of us. Next, uh, in uh, John chapter 14, verses 1 uh, through 3. Uh, Comforting words. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in Him. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And I go to prepare a place for you. I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may also be. It's one of those um, already not yet. Right? We already have a home picked out for us. Uh, I, don't, I, I can't imagine what that looks like. Do we get a little name tag? Or, you know, is there a, an address that we get? Um, I don't know, but I know that it's going to be grand. And, and uh, to, to be in his presence, to, to quote that song, will I, will I be able to speak at all, or will I, uh, to my knees, will I fall? Right. Uh, I guess we'll know one day. But we have these words to comfort us and to know that, um, again, all is well and, and we, we need not suffer. Uh, let me rephrase that. We 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 need not worry about the suffering that we do now uh, because it's for a short time and. As we know, all things work together for those who love God, right? And that's, that's where I was headed next. Uh, Romans 8. And I was just going to do 8.28, but uh, um, let's roll back to uh, verse 18 um, to see what the therefore is there for, so to speak. Uh, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Again, I can't imagine what, what's in store, right? We, um, we are so blessed. We are just so blessed to have this to be ahead of us and for this time to be so short. Eternity is, is um, well, I, I can't fathom that either. Where we're going to be and for eternity to be worshiping God is, is incredible to me. And, and for him to uh, choose us to be uh, his children uh, adopted. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's, let's continue. For the, for the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage of corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. It was never meant to be this way, right? We were, um, it was to be perfect, but 
uh, our sinful nature. Uh, if, it, if it hadn't have been for Adam and Eve, it would have been one of us. So, uh, uh, for we... Uh, for we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the fruit, uh, first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we await eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. We hope that... Uh, now, now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Again, I say, it seems that the days drag on and, and it's so long and the, the things we endure this world seem insurmountable sometimes. God is patient with us and the number's not full, right? We're waiting for the rest of the brothers and sisters to be gathered up. Patience is not one of my virtues, but we, we do it anyway, right? We, we, we can trust these words that God has given us to give us the hope that we do not see, but... We know that it's there. We can trust in God's word. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. And like Jesus said, I, I, I have to go away, but I will send a helper, right? And, and we have the Holy Spirit. We've been blessed so much to have the Holy Spirit within us to give us strength, to help us through the, the times of need. Um, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And He who searches our hearts, or searches hearts, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And here's the, here's the icing, right? And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Not some things, not part of the things, but all the things, regardless of how we suffer at this present time. All those things work to the good and to God's glory. Is what is our chief end, right? To glorify God and enjoy him forever. And Mm. for those uh, and, and I, I talked I hit about it a little before the, the already not yet these next verses if you, if you notice all of this stuff is in past tense so it, it's already for those whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the first fruits among many brothers. And those whom he for uh, those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, 
he also glorified. Mm. Those 828's like my, um, that's stuck in my head, right? And then the passages behind that or after. Such powerful words that we, we can trust God and we know that before we were knitted together in our mother's womb, He knew us. He knew we were predestined. He knew we were set apart. He knew that we were going to be justified and sanctified even when the sanctification is painful. His glory is, is our ultimate goal, right? So that leads me to uh, what I initially uh, was going to read for you today. Uh, Colossians, or Colossians. Again, uh, forgive me for my enunciation. I'm reading out of the um, uh, study Bible from, from Ligonier, and this is commentary on uh, the theology of the Colossians, and I, I think it's pertinent. Um, so I'll start with that. This is uh, words of men, not not word of God, but uh, I think it's, it's beneficial. In this letter uh, to the Colossians, Paul is uh, combating a heresy that scholars have found very difficult to identify. Apparently, this heresy did not categorically deny that the work of Jesus Christ is necessary for the sinner's salvation. It did, however, deny the sufficiency of that work for salvation. The Colossians were being told by, uh, that by means of observing a cycle of feasts and festivals, and particularly through the ascetic, how do you pronounce that, ascetic, ascetic lifestyle, uh, lifestyle of abstention from food and drink, they could usher themselves into ecstatic, visionary states in the present and with Christ's help, Make it to heaven one day. That's. Uh, it's easy for some of the religions of the world to to say that we. Um, Christ did so much, but we need to add our own little bit, right? Do as much as we can to be saved. And, and that couldn't be far farther from the truth. Uh, Paul overwhelmingly emphasizes the sole sufficiency of Christ for salvation. This, seems, uh, this theme surfaces at many points in his opening thanksgiving and prayer and becomes the subject of the rich uh, meditation of uh, verse 1 through uh, uh, chapter 1 through verse 15 and 20. The supremacy of Christ in creation. Providence and redemption. Um, in two, uh, six and seven, we find one of the most important points of the letter: "As you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving." It is Christ alone who can deliver the sinner 
from the guilt and dominion of sin. These words we hold true, right? That it's Christ alone. And the world tries to distort what we know to be true and add things that um, would separate us from the truth of God. This goes on to say, the Christian life begins with the realization that we are united in Jesus Christ in His death and resurrection. Thus, united to the Savior, we are enabled to take up the work of putting sin to death and putting away uh, sin and putting on the grace, graces of the Christian life. It sounds uh, easy in words, but it's not so easy in practice, right? But with the Holy Spirit and, and uh, the help that we get from uh, the Lord, uh, one, day, one day we'll be sanctified and, and have a, a glorified body, right? Whether um, we die naturally or He comes to get us, which would be... Uh, on that day, on that day, uh, the world can't touch us, right? We, we shouldn't allow that. So this is Colossians, and I'll just start with uh, chapter 1, and, and we'll read through. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ in Colossae, Grace to you and peace from God, our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel which has come to you as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing as it always does among you since the day you heard, heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. Just as you learned it from uh, Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. Again, providence. God has put us all together uh, providentially, right? It's not by chance. It's not by luck. We're here because God put us together to give each other strength, to uh, give each other hope in times of need, um, to laugh uh, when when we can, when there's things to, to share that way and to cry with each other when uh, uh, that is needed. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. 
May you be strengthened with all the power according to his glorious might. For all endurance and patience with joy, give thanks for the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins, a price that we could never pay, a gift given to us, a debt paid that we could never pay. Again, I say we are, we are truly blessed. When we, when we read these words and we see how God has provided for us in so many ways, it's... Well, it's astounding. It's, it's, we deserve his wrath, right? Not his grace and mercy. But but God, but God. Okay, on to verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace with the blood of his cross. The price we could never, we could never pay, endure, or even come close to, like Kelly was talking about in uh, this morning's class, the standard uh, above the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees that would be required that we could never reach, but Jesus reached it for us, right? And, and uh, in God's eyes, we are justified because of what Christ did for us. And you who were once alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he is now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. If indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and for which I, Paul, become a minister the real Paul right I, <laughs> uh, all right now I rejoice in my sufferings uh, for your sake and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's affliction for the sake of his body that is the church of which I become a minister according to the stewardship of God that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known. 
the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to His saints. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may pr uh, present everyone mature in Christ. For this, uh, for this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. Again, these are God's words that he provides the strength that we need for all things. And here he's, he's uh, working through Paul to strengthen the, the early saints, right? Uh, we are no different. The, the pastor preaches to us every week words that we need to hear, um, truths of the Bible. And we pray that uh, pastors all over the land, all over this world, would preach boldly God's word and, and proclaim it as truth. And uh, we need to share that with our friends and neighbors as we go about our business each day. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you for those at the Laodicea, and for all, the, all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments, for though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. Brigham City Bible Church is called to do the same thing that this church in Laodicea was called, right? We are to be uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, learning and growing and seeking the meat of his word and not relying on the on the milk that we once did therefore as you receive christ jesus the lord so walk in him rooted uh, built up in him and established in faith just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving again we should be the happiest people that anyone encounters right because of the hope that we we have within the the future that awaits us See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy or empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him, who is the head of all rule and authority. In him... You were circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead, and, and you who were dead in your trespasses, and the uncircumcised of your flesh 
God made all together alive together with him, having forgiveness, uh, forgiven us all our trespasses. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> uh, these words are powerful, and and uh, we need to trust in them. By canceling the record of death that stood against us with its legal demands, this he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. Christ is our real Savior, right? Not uh, someone who would be in office over the land. Um, some things we don't have control over, but we do know that, uh, like Romans 8, 28 said, all things work to, for the good for those who love them. So, uh, fear not. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in question of food and drink or with regard to a festival or new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about ver uh, visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the eternal spirits of the world, or elemental spirits of the world, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to the regulations? Again, hold fast to the word. Be... Uh, be mindful of it and, and know that uh, these truths are, are just as true today as they were 2,000 some odd years ago when, when Paul was uh, preaching to the Gentiles. Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things that all perish as uh, they are used according to human con uh, precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity of the body, but they are no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. Chapter 3. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated, seated at the right hand of God, Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who was your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Again, one of these already not yet um, verses in the, in the Bible. Our future has already been made. We don't need to worry about what happens here. It's just focus on God. Focus on the future. Focus on, on what Christ has done for us. 
when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, covetousness, which is idolatry. And we fall to that uh, scheme of man uh, so easily. On account for these, the wrath of God is coming. In these, you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off, uh, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek nor Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on them as God chose as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. These are one of the things that uh, um, was, was difficult for me, forgiving others when they've done so much to me, right? Yet, God has forgiven me so much that the little things in reality that others have done to me are so minute. Why would I not forgive them and, and let that go? And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed... You were called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. For whatever you do in the word or in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is another one of those things that I struggled with uh, being subservient to my masters uh, who I worked for, right? Um, giving lip service and not uh, realizing that the work I'm doing is not for them. It's for God. And I should do all these things to his glory. Uh, I still struggle with that. Um, Lord willing, uh, I will get better at it. And then uh, one day, all of that will be passed, right? Okay, here's... Uh, don't beat me up about this. Wives, submit to your husbands. <laughs> it gets better. It gets... Um, as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives.
and do not be harsh with them. Uh, we are called to do things in a manner that would be pleasing to God, right? And He has set things up for us to adhere to, um, not always easily, but um, we need to uh, observe them nonetheless. And these, these are some of His, his commands, right? Children, obey your parents and everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Bondservants, obey in everything. Uh, in everything, those who are your earthly masters, not by uh, way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that the Lord, uh, that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. For the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrongdoing, uh, for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. absorb that right the um i am guilty of not being uh a good uh servant uh many many times uh, many days uh tomorrow will probably not be uh, uh out of the ordinary for me right but do it for christ do it for the lord because We've been adopted, right? And our inheritance waits for us. Uh, this is just such a short time. I keep saying that, but, but in reality, the time we spend here together uh, serving the Lord is a short time, and, and we should do the best we can uh, that would be pleasing to the Lord. Moving on, so, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I may make clear which is how I ought to speak. Today we're meeting in, in safety and freedom and in warmth and comfort. There may be a time when we, we are not uh, afforded that. Uh, we need to hold these words uh, to our heart that uh, God will open a door for us to share the gospel with family, friends, co-workers, neighbors. We should never overlook those opportunities. We should be uh, willing and... Uh, um, the Holy Spirit will provide the words for you. Uh, since um, my heart attack, I, I've had this calmness about sharing my faith with others for whatever reason. I guess because I see the, the immenseness of God that I know that every heartbeat is a gift from Him, right? And, and we can't count on 
anything but uh, his grace and mercy to us. So it's made it easier for me to uh, share what I know to be God's hand with others. And, and I'm not uh, as uh, bashful about it, I guess, as I once was. Um, praise God. He always provides the words that uh, I may not think I said something right, but um, his word goes out and seeds are broadcast because of what each and every one of us do every day, whether it's at a store or gas station or um, just smiling at somebody. God uses those things to uh, draw his people to himself. I'm going to stop there because there are some words coming up that I don't want to um, butcher too bad. But uh, <laughs> we just need to remember that, that God's still God. He's on the throne. And, and we need not worry about what's to come tomorrow. Uh, As I was uh, laying awake this morning, wondering what uh, what all this would look like, and then how I would share God's word with you, um, a, a passage about uh, God knowing when a sparrow falls from the air, right? And uh, how much more value are are we uh, than a sparrow? And it brought to mind. Uh, as a kid, um, I was given a shotgun as a kid, and I was out in the field at the pasture, and uh, I can remember dispatching a sparrow uh, to the point of uh, just feathers flying right, and it dawned on me today that how precious life is. And asking for forgiveness for taking a life that was not mine to take. God putting it on my heart. Uh, he chastises those whom he loves, right? So, let's pray. Father, we love you and, and we are so thankful that you would be mindful of us, Lord, that you would care for us, that you would um, more than care for us, provide a way for us to have communion with you. And we can only uh, ponder what is to come, Lord, but we know that uh, uh, your immenseness, uh, we can't fathom at this point, but... Uh, on that day, on that day that we can be with you and to worship you for eternity will be a blessing beyond belief. Help us to endure the things that we have to endure uh, today, Lord. And help us have the strength to always focus on you. Keep our hearts focused on you, Lord, in, in the midst of of the troubles that we we see help us to always pray for our brothers and sisters lord keep them in our hearts 
as we go out uh, today, uh, let us always be mindful of that. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.